When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Pay Attention, Please, Hollywood Life's Real Housewives podcast. I'm Chris Rogers. And I'm Eric Tedisco, and we are super excited for our guest today. Yeah, we have Candace Dillard here today. Hey, Candace, how are you? Hello, I'm great. I'm excited to be here with you guys. I love the name of your podcast, by the way. That's oh, thank you. Thank you. Like you might be the first one to say that, so thank you. Yes, but it's it's... It's it grabs you, and there are so many podcasts out in the the podcast sphere. You gotta have something that's like almost gimmicky that like makes you want to pay attention. So I love it. Well, it's actually um, inspired by the whole Teresa table flip. I that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, please, I love it. <laughs> All right, now speaking of drama, uh, yes. Potomac is coming back for season seven, and I think the trailer speaks for itself with how much. Mm-hmm drama you guys are going to bring but would you say this is the best season yet it's always hard to say we, when you're in it it's so hard to judge from an aerial view mm. so but you know what i can say this is one of our best seasons because every single one of my co-workers slash friends because they're not all my friends um <laughs> has given this season everyone checked in or how how people like to say how how they say um everyone clocked in as they like to say um at some point or another there was there was a lot of um meaty juicy personal um story that you get from each of us Mm -hmm. Uh, our group dynamic is pretty crazy this season you saw some of that in the trailer with um mia and wendy kind of having their table melee um, but yeah, it gets, it gets intense. So this is probably one of our best seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And we get to see the return of Sharice, which I think is exciting for fans. And was that exciting for you? It was. I love Sharice. I know mm-hmm. contrary to what people may think, because we had a bumpy, tumultuous, um, season th- th- three, my first season, mm-hmm. I love Sharice. After we got past that geriatric granny moment on the bus, um, <laughs> She just, Sharice is just a really chill, fun, go along to get along, humble woman. She she could be a lot more arrogant than she is because Sharice, she knows everyone. She's very well connected. She's she's sort of a, a grand dame of her own in Potomac. Um, so she she has the ability to be this like bombastic like yeah. boisterous woman and right. she's just like where's my champagne yeah i'm gonna sit here and kiki and laugh with you and have a salmon croquette honey yeah. what's next like she's so i was excited to have her back and right. she she did she did some good work she did the, yeah. the lord's work sure. the bones because i was gonna say it seems like the og grandom karen yeah. and her seemed yeah. to butt heads did that Ooh. surprise you that they got into it 
No, no, because Karen has always, it, to me at least, expressed her disdain for Cherise. I've never really understood it, but you know, I have my beefs with women that some of the women don't understand. So I, I leave that alone and let them work it out. Um, yeah, there was that moment at the, that table we were in, uh, we were on our second international trip mm -hmm. and um, Karen like gets up from the table and you're not gonna talk about yeah. that was <laughs> a lot. That was a lot. So, and it came out of nowhere. We were not expecting that. So look forward to that moment. It's intense. Okay. What well, can you tell us about the, the uh, feud, I guess you're gonna have with Giselle this season involving your husband? There seems to be some DMs or text messages or something. What can you tell us about that? I can tell you that desperation is at an all time high. <laughs> that's that's so there the- There might be no weight to that claim, I guess. I'm gonna let you all decide. Okay. I'm not even going to do, right. you know, do any work to backpedal and pussy pop and, you know, campaign. Uh -huh. The midterms are coming up in November. <laughs> That's the only campaign we got to worry about. <laughs> I don't need to campaign for my husband. I just need everyone to watch the show. How did, because I guess it seems like of all the men, Chris seems to be at the center of the drama. And I know you guys joked on Twitter or whatever that mm -hmm. it kind of switches with the men are getting involved. How did he feel? How did you feel about him being either he got himself involved or the women brought him into the drama? How did you guys feel about that? Uh, well, I think what Chris said in his tweet uh, was, I guess it was my turn this season. Mm -hmm. That's how he felt about it. It was a, it really has become a run of the mill, boring um, game it's mm -hmm. like it's it's like as mundane as Giselle's sex life like we <laughs> we know it's coming at this point yeah. she has to pick a new husband every season and <laughs> for her we have new husbands coming in every so often so she has new meat to to go in and pick at um so this it was just it was a surprise only because um Chris and I considered Giselle a friend she's been in our home around our children I've been in her home around her children. Her daughter drove my car. Um, I oh, wow. have I've her daughters. Um, I've I've always embraced her children. I um, I thought I thought wrong. I'll just say that I I had I had her pegged wrong. Yeah, because she was actually one of the ones that defended you the most in the whole situation with Monique. She was you know she had your back no matter what. So yeah. kind of I guess blind. Well, you know what. Well, yeah. I haven't really said this publicly because I don't like to talk about that thing. <laughs> However, I think that it's important to, to understand the difference between friendship and convenience. Hmm. And yes, Giselle was supportive in quotes yeah. of me at that time. Um, but you know, you know the phrase, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. And it was convenient for Giselle to support me at that time. That was never lost on me. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't need to say it because at the time I was just trying to stay alive. Yeah. Um, but it was, it, it was never lost on me that um, Giselle in particular had a, a mission. And if she could use me to accomplish her goal, Mm -hmm. then so be it now the uh, other women on the show that are my friends like robin um 
um, Wendy, they were supportive of me at mm-hmm. that time. And I can say that on the record, honestly. Yeah. But, you know, Gis- Giselle is, she's a strategist and, you know, she needs this check. She's going to do what she has to do to get the check. So as far as you and Chris goes, I know we kind of saw a glimpse of it in the trailer in terms of you guys are, were trying to have a, your first child together. How is that going? How are you guys just doing together? How's everything going? So you see us go through the egg freezing journey mm-hmm. um, on the show this season. And mm-hmm. it's really intense. It's, you, you see me go through a lot and it's, it gets disappointing and it becomes challenging and it's a lot of unknown territory for me um but I was really excited to talk about it because there aren't a lot of conversations publicly around women in general but then specifically women of color um mm-hmm. going through an egg freezing process it's not something that was talked about very openly when I was growing up. And, you know, if I, if I could have frozen my eggs 10 years ago, I would have. Um, So I talked about it openly on the show with the hopes that I could maybe encourage or inspire other women to consider egg freezing in their twenties and their early thirties versus me being almost 36 and, and having a few challenges. And is this a journey you guys are still on currently? The egg freezing journey? Well, the it, it, the egg freezing journey is not over until mm-hmm. you birth a child. Right. So we're still so on it. Ongoing. Um, but it's a it's a, it's a it's an interesting ebbing and flowing journey. So you, okay. see, you get to see all of that. My mm-hmm. husband's coming in the room. <laughs> is it our? <laughs> oh, he's bringing me a smoothie. Oh, hi, Chris. Hi. <laughs> we already talked about you don't worry yeah. we're, we're done talking about you we do want to talk Ashley though okay let's do that oh, we're, I guess first were you surprised about the whole Michael situation and can you even clarify the Michael situation because I think a lot of people are confused our, ourselves included okay so when so actually when she first spoke about the divorce hmm. um or no, when, when she first spoke about it, when when it became public, mm-hmm. she talked about it with the other girls, and then you know we were kind of talking amongst ourselves, and then it leaked publicly. Mm-hmm. And the day that it leaked was the day that her and I had our come to Jesus at my house, where she come came and hung out with me, and you know she wasn't expecting to have to talk about it publicly yet, so that was kind of a a doozy of a moment for her. And I honestly didn't believe it at first. Um, It felt like a gimmick. It felt like, you know, we need something to to do this season to talk about. And I always felt in previous seasons that Ashley and Michael strategized and like Mm -hmm. wrote a script, you know, to figure out what to talk about because it was all just too much. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was not really sure at first And then throughout the season, as I talked to her more and like saw her more and saw the progression of things, I kind of started to believe it a little bit. Now I'm back to not believing it. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. How do you feel? Now it's like, girl, you swindled us. Like you sold (laughs) us a dream in a paper bag that we did not ask for. Not not even in a plastic bag. Mm. This is a cheap dream that we don't want. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Interesting. Because I was going to ask you, I know she signed like some post-nup and like fans were like, oh, she strategized to split with him at the right time. Mm -hmm. But you're saying that it's possible they're not splitting up. Well, I mean, that's that's what the streets mm. is saying. She's now yeah. going back. I saw some headline where she's like, I'm not sure if I want to get divorced anymore. And I don't know. I honestly <laughs> sounds like a season eight storyline. <laughs> exactly. It's I mean, you it's it's not dumb. It's very smart the way right. that mm. she will strategize, but yeah. it's also like it's almost not fair when you have people who are actually living their real lives on the show. Mm -hmm. And it seems like you are just making up anything much like Giselle, just to stay relevant. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, get you some business to tend to or go because yeah. there's, room. there's room for others. Speaking of Giselle, what is going on with Peter Thomas? You want to know. <laughs> Well, you know, Giselle has a reputation of being a little loose. It doesn't surprise me that, you know, there are these rumors that she is laying with the Peter Thomas. Peter has money. He's got these restaurants and, you know, yeah. Giselle needs money. So it wouldn't surprise me if she, you know, opened her legs. So is he in, is he in the season filming with you guys or does he? You, you do see him mm -hmm. uh, at least once, once or twice. You see, yeah. I was not present, but I do know that there were a few moments where he was in the mix. Yeah, I think he does something with Wendy. I think they sit down in the premiere episode, I believe. Yes, yes. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Don't care. Yeah. But yes. I recall, yeah. Yeah, I she did tell me that. So I was, I'm not sure if that was going to make it. But yes, so that happened. And then later on in the season, we I think we see him again. So. And what about, um, where do you know, as far as Robin and Juan, is the wedding happening? Are you going to be, are you a bridesmaid? Where, where are they? I feel like we, that's another thing we can't keep up with. Like what's going on? Right. I, listen, I would love to have, to just be a fly on the wall. I would have been a flower girl. I would hold, <laughs> you know, the dress, whatever, just to be in the room. Yeah. I don't know yet if they have gotten married, I know that they were, there was a, a, a gap in time where they were planning okay. to get married. I'm not sure if it's happened yet. I haven't talked to her about it, but you know, if they get married, great. If they don't get married, they clearly have a handle on their relationship. They have been in this for decades. I mean, uh -huh. Karen calls her marriage an institution, the Dixons are also an institution. <laughs> they have been in the thick of the things in the trenches. They have yeah. won and lost together. They have beautiful children together. They have a new home together. They are going to figure it out, whether it's married or in, in their situation, what, situationship, which is one of the songs on my album. <laughs> and it works for them. So I'm, I'm happy for them no matter what they decide. For sure. Um, how would you say Mia's second season went as a housewife? 
It's only her second. It feels like Mia has been uh, seventeen years. That damn girl. Um, no lettuce thrown. No lettuce was thrown in the making of season seven. <laughs> yes, that is. We can say that. Um, Mia has a very challenging season. Okay. I think that Mia struggled this season with searching for approval in places that she will never get it. Mm -hmm. um, I think that she sold herself short a lot this season. Um, I think that she, she, she moved in a way that I don't think is going to serve her in the long run. And I hope mm -hmm. that she will see it and make a note Mm. and move more authentically because Mia is a Sagittarius. She cannot make us Sagittarians look bad because you're mm. making us look dumb, girl. And you, we don't uh, need that. So yeah, she, you know, you see her in the trailer throwing the stuff at, at Wendy and that becomes a whole crazy back and forth. Um, she, I think that she listened to people who mean her no, mean her nothing but ill will. Yeah. Um, because she wanted to be accepted and in this group you have to accept yourself and carry on like you can't you can't expect um approval from other people because you just you gonna look dumb yeah. she, she looked crazy this season but her and i we get to a, a good place like we yeah. we find a, a common ground and i actually like mia a lot i think that she's misunderstood mm -hmm. um, and she just makes some some poor decisions yeah um, what because we want updates on kind of acting music career how's that going and how is that balancing being on this show which I know is very demanding hours and kind of some at times it's like a year-round process and how do you balance all of that going on um I cry and <laughs> I you know I do breathing exercises and I talk to my therapist mm. and I drink wine and I, I take a nap um yeah this season was really challenging for me because I was doing so many other things outside of just shooting the show. I wrapped my first scripted series, mm. which will premiere on all black TV on December 1st. It's called oh. Hush. Um, so that was, mm. I literally shot the series while also filming Potomac, oh, wow. which I don't recommend <laughs> anyone do ever. Um, I was working on the re-release of my album, Deep Space Deluxe. Yeah. I was planning for the tour, the Deep Space Tour, which starts October 19th, October 19th. It starts October 19th. Wow. Um, rehearsals for that. Putting putting a 60-minute set together as a headliner is not a hoe. It's like yeah. it's it's a lot. Um putting a show together that you that your fans are going to enjoy transitions in the music i have a, a full live band traveling with me on my tour i have background dancers wow. my manager is coming my choreographer is coming my husband is coming i'm coming with my with my rickety knees we're gonna be there on the stage so this yeah this season was very different for me because i'm always working but i piled a lot onto my plate in addition to just being present on the show and then Going through IVF, I still have um, bruises on my stomach from having to do my injections in my mm -hmm. abdomen. And the hormones that you're taking definitely take a toll on your mind, body, and spirit. So I'm doing that, filming this show, dealing with 
crazy accusations about my husband, dealing with these crazy women, trying to put a show together, trying to shoot a scripted show, trying to be a sister, a mother, a daughter. Like it's, it's, it was a lot. And now has all of that gotten to the point where you would consider putting the show aside to focus more on the music and the acting, or you're still solid and you feel like you can balance all of this and do it all together? Well, the goal is always to, at some point, transition out of the show. I I came into this space and I, I wanted this platform to be a springboard for me to get to the next phase of my life. And so far, I think I've done a decent job of that. Um, I think that when the time comes for me to phase out, it'll be made plain to me. And, and I will phase out at that point. Um, but for now, I'm I'm here, me and my mouth. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> Good. Um, before we wrap up, Candace, I just have to ask real quick. You filmed Girls Trip season three. Mm-hmm. Who was the most dramatic on, on the cast? And who did you not get along with? <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody was dramatic. Like, the Salt Lake City girls who were my, those are my favorites. The MVPs for me of Salt Lake, of uh, Girls Trip were the Salt Lake City girls. I love me some Whitney. I love me some Heather. I wasn't expecting to enjoy them so much, mm-hmm. but those are some crazy bitches. And I love it. I, they're just, they're so smart and so funny and so witty and just even so much more than they appear to be on their show. Like mm-hmm. being with them in person, you really get to a, a more full, a fuller scope of who they are as women. I loved them. They were direct, screaming about Mormonism. <laughs> the Miami girls were just screaming. Um, Giselle and I, I were screaming. Portia was kind of a calmer force. We, we mm-hmm. had our intense moments. Hey. They was took place. But yeah, I probably... I'd probably say Salt Lake was the most dramatic. And then Miami is a close second. And where does Leah McSweeney fall on that list? Oh my God, Leah, Leah was my, she kept me alive. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Like, yeah. I and I, I had, had I met Leah? We had met in passing before, mm-hmm. but I hadn't really like spent time with her or talked to her at length. But going across the world together, at, we, we, we bonded. Like we're, we just have similar vibes. Like she, she's kind of a sassy, like no nonsense girl, but like has a really amazing heart. Um, so that Leah was like, my she kept me afloat like if leah was not there i would have gone home all right sounds well, good. yeah sounds like it's gonna be really good uh girl strip season three potomac season seven we're super excited thank you candace for stopping thank you candace thank y'all for having me all right bye, bye. bye.